0: five friends decide to publicly take on the topics that are privately discussed between us girls with wine, with wine. and Danielle wine. Jocelyn. Jocelyn Jocelyn Jen, Jen. Jen. Michelle. Jen. Michelle Michelle Sharonda Sharonda You are now listening to Between Us Girls the podcast <laughs> Oh welcome My to our show this one we are calling Hello from the other side Thank you, girl. <laughs> you <sound> very nasal. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, yeah, but really recall this one. Hello from the other side. Yay! Yay. Yay. He is our best friend. The <laughs> FF. <laughs> Fernando, will not you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So I am a professional psychic medium, which means I can see the past, present, or future. Not everything, just bits and pieces. Give you clarity and also speak to the de- departed, the dearly departed. There you go. Too many D's. Never, <laughs> never, never Too many, no, never no, never too many D's on the and I enough it. D-
0: oh, no. <laughs> y'all are so perverted. <laughs> oh my <morning>. all <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, let's let's talk With about said, yeah, let's talk about what wine we are drinking sip, on sip. today. What well, We got Shrine. Today, we
2: are drinking a Vina Robles. It's a Cabernet Sauve. Um, and it's a 2000, the vintage, sorry, it's 2013. And oh my goodness, a 14.6% alcohol content. I ooh, wonder ooh. who bought that. Ooh. Good job, Jocelyn. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> trying to get uh-huh. us drunk. I know, two far. 14.9, like baby. 14.9. 6.
0: Oh, nine and six same thing we'll let you down. know how we feel about this one at the end of our episode yes we're using uh the scorecard
3: again
2: Yes, where we
3: rated off of the appearance aroma and
0: taste mm-hmm.
2: yes. mm. all right
0: okay so this episode we've got a lot of fan questions for fernando um we know probably about 60 people at least who have visited Fernando and reaped the benefits of his expertise? Sure, yes. <laughs> like, I'm an expert now. Yes, yes, there you are. Absolutely, All right. absolutely. You are. Claim it. <laughs> so, um, Enjoy it. you know, we can just jump right into the fan questions and feel free to ramble a little bit if you must. <laughs> um, first question is: When did you first recognize your abilities?
1: Whew. Well, so, you know, you watch shows, you watch TV, you watch movies, and they're all like, oh, I see dead people, or, you know, oh, I could see spirits when I was younger. I didn't have none of that. I, I was pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Now, they did say I used to talk to myself when I was a kid, talk to, m- to the wall and so forth, but I actually didn't understand that I could do this until watching a Star Trek episode. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So my journey was a little differently, and I actually asked for this ability. And within that week of watching the Star Trek episode where this girl has special abilities and I thought to myself, and it was basically abilities like telepathy and, you know, being able to uh, see things in your mind within that week. I, I thought, well, I thought to myself, well, I wonder if we could do what she can do. What are we capable of as humans? And if we could reach our full potential, could we do these things within the week? I had a very interesting experience where I was walking into our kitchen and I was looking for a snack, and as I was walking into the kitchen, I actually, in in my mind, saw a memory play itself out. And it was a memory of something that hadn't happened yet. And what it was, was I, I looked over to the stove and I saw the stove was on fire, the cabinets were on fire, and it was just a fleeting thought in my head. And I And I said, well, If this happened, what would I do? Like, what would we, what would I do if something like this occurred in the kitchen? So I came up with a plan of action. And my plan of action was I was going to first catch my breath because I'm not gonna walk into a smoky room not being able to breathe. So catch my breath and then I need to put the fire out because I don't want the house to burn down. So I would go up to the kitchen sink, pull out the hose and spray down the fire. And then I would go out the exit on the side of the kitchen. That it was, and at, at that time, that was the only entrance and exit to the house because all the other windows were barred up. So that was the only way to get in and get out. Mm-hmm. So it was just a memory. I came up with a plan of action. I began practicing it daily for about a week, oh, and at the end so of that, <laughs> I know and it weird, <laughs> it's weird. Just funny. all of a sudden, start practicing a, a fire, <laughs> yeah. a fire prevention, or a, it's, like, it's just yeah. weird. Safety so I, drill. yeah, safety so, first. So so I went and did it for about a week, and then at the end of that week, I. Um, found myself uh, in the kitchen. I was making breakfast. My mom was away at work, and we are... are fire detector was above the stove some some genius thought it was a smart place to put it um, so every time we cooked it would go off because uh-huh. the smoke would hit it um, but the stove was actually a used hand-me-down from an uncle in San Antonio and it was an electric stove where when you had it on off it wasn't always off you'd actually have to put your hands over the coils to check for heat and so I made my breakfast I did exactly what I always do which is I checked to make sure that it was off and it probably wasn't a safe stove to begin with but I didn't you know I was a kid it's not my So, so um, I didn't pay for it so I turned off the stove moved the pan over to the non-heated burner and I went to my room and started eating my pancakes as I sat there watching TV uh, the, the alarm was still blaring and I thought to myself okay it'll go off in a minute or two and I just completely ignored it altogether at that point. And then I heard in my mind a voice, except it wasn't a voice that w- that had any sound to it. It was the, it was my own voice, that voice inside your mind that says, "Hey, don't do this. Hey, maybe you should pay attention to yourself. Hey, she's she's lying to you. You need to, you need to question it." So that same voice in my mind, that my own voice, began to ha- began to speak, and it said, "Fernando, get up and go to the kitchen." And when I heard this voice in my mind, I didn't. I honestly didn't even think that it was strange at all, but I, I thought to myself, no, I don't want to get up and go to the kitchen. I'm eating my pancakes. I don't want to get up. I'm lazy. And so then it got, it, it, it persisted and it continued again and got louder. And at that point, I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't want to get up to the kitchen. And at some point, it, I mean, it kept getting louder and louder and louder. The And, and... I just I couldn't fight with his voice it was just so loud it's like one of those obsessive thoughts in your mind when you forget to lock the door and you leave the house did you lock the did you lock the door are you sure you locked the door it's the same voice and it got louder and more persistent till finally I was arguing with his voice saying I am not going to get up would you leave me alone and at that point I just said fine I'll get up I'll I'll you know to hell with it so I got up Walked to the kitchen, and there before me was the exact vision I had the week before. Mm. So at that point, I, I, you know, when you're faced with something like that, you're like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And you're freaking out. And so at that moment, I knew exactly what. Like my training kicked in, and I said, "I know exactly what training. to do." Yeah, I've been office. preparing all <laughs> So I, I did exactly what I had trained to do. And this was a grease fire. You're not supposed to put them out with water either, but right. I did. And um, I saved the house. I saved myself. And all we had was just like a big mark on the ceiling. So yeah. that was my first real experience. And after that, I was just in a blown wow moment where I was like, what the hell just happened? And then after that, I began having even more and more psychic experiences.
2: Was it like, do you look at it as like deja vu?
1: No. So it's like I said, it's like a memory that hasn't happened yet. So it it. it If I ask you to remember what you had for breakfast this morning and describe it by what you remember seeing, you will close your eyes and you look at that and you begin to to talk about what you're seeing. Well, it's exactly the same process except what you're seeing hasn't happened yet. So it's kind of something that's created itself in your mind and is new. It's something that you've never had in your mind before. Mm -hmm. It's using elements of things you've experienced before, but it's not something that's been repeated. Yeah. So that's clairvoyance, and that's one of the psychic skills which we all have. We all have the ability to tune into our, our our psychic senses, and clairvoyance is the most commonly used one because it's easy to use your memory. It's easy to just visualize and see things. Some people really struggle. They think it's going to be like, oh, I'm supposed to see something like a TV or a video in my head. No, girl, it's just a memory. It's just a memory. I can't just remember
2: what yeah. I was going to say. How do you, if you're saying we all have the capability mm-hmm. to hone in on it? Mm-hmm. How do we recognize that that's what's happening?
1: So, you, there's a, there's several processes or steps you have to take which I teach in my classes and I I am about to do a online class series because there's so many people who are interested in learning how to develop their own abilities but the way that you develop your own abilities is first you have to understand what your voice, what your own thought process sounds like or looks like. So it's basically you being more aware of your own thoughts. When you get up in the morning you have thoughts running through your head. It's like the ticker tape from the the stock market when you see it on the news. When you go through the day you're thinking about things, bills your kids uh-huh. the car you know your boyfriend he pissed you off whatever it is you have these thoughts popping into your head through that through that process through those thoughts there will be other things that pop in there that are that just ride along of that stream that are not yours to begin with they belong to things outside of yourself mm-hmm. it could be you tuning into something it could be a spirit that's trying to communicate with you it could be any of those things so what you have to do is learn how to be more aware of your thoughts. And the way you do that, and the most common way to do that is meditation, which is why if you ever go to a psychic development class, you'll learn about meditation and how it's one of the most important things to do because you have to be aware of what's happening in your mind. Once you do that, you can distinguish the difference between what's you and what's outside of you. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Yeah. Danielle?
0: Mind-blowing. Danielle and I are actually going to, she's going to take me to a meditation class, right? Yeah, to yeah. start next month. Mm-hmm. This is it start. that
3: same place you always go to?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to ask, y'all. and this isn't one of the questions that's on here, but, I, and I don't, I don't want to sound crazy. Too late. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was going to ask, like, but you just kind of answered the question, what's the difference between just what is in your head and, you know, what's real? Like, what's, quote unquote, like, a paranoid thought? Like, I have really high anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah.
3: So you trying to distinguish your schizophrenia? Uh-huh. Okay.
0: okay. So okay.
1: Yeah. So this is very interesting because Many people don't realize that psychics have high anxiety on regular See, consistent bitch, basis. A, What's yeah, happening a... <laughs> is you think of yourself as an antenna. You're sending out signals all day long. You're sending out anxiety, fear, anything you react to or think about, it sends a signal out. Now what you don't realize is the person next door is also picking up on those signals. And if you're in an environment where you are constantly around a lot of people, like for example I don't go grocery shopping. I mean you'll, it's rare that I'm in the grocery store because it's too overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. All those people, their thoughts and so forth. And it's not i'm walking around and oh she's having an affair with him no 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 i didn't like that at all it's just the energy the emotion it's like when you go to a funeral it's heavy energy Mm -hmm. i feel the same way just about an everyday grocery store and so it you're receiving all of that data all of that input your mind cannot comprehend every single signal you're getting it is overloaded and so what is happening is your brain is fried and you start to feel super anxious Mm -hmm. not only that but before all of my mediumship sessions and before i do readings I get a little anxious. I used to get a lot worse at it, but I understand the process now that it's easier to flow through. So you're probably picking up on a lot of other people's stuff naturally, and you're just completely unaware of it, and I'm you totally absorbed smart. it into you. I know, yeah. Oh well, yeah, you look kind of smart. So uh, kind of. So <laughs> 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 kind of. So, but but you know, uh, 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 it it takes practice in understanding what's you and what's them, yeah. and or what's outside of you, and you just absorb everything as if it's you, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's not.
2: So it just took practice for you to be able so to schizophrenia. to kind mm-hmm. of know what. <laughs> yeah, up. yeah, so yeah.
1: Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, and, and and my mother's actually a schizophrenic. So she mm. is. Um, she had her first schizophrenic episode when I was thirteen, and I took over from there. And learned how to be an adult real fast. Right. <laughs> but um, she's also very psychic, and so she'll have dreams about people passing away in the family or she'll have these kinds of like interpretive dreams and then I will have them on the same week without knowing that from her and oh. then she calls me and says nano nano because she freaks out because for her it's a scary thing mm-hmm. I understand it it's not fearful for me like? at all nano nano so my family calls me <laughs> nano all my friends and people that love me call me Fernie so yeah, yeah. so I use both interchangeably but um, okay Fernie mm-hmm, I like Fernie I like <laughs> Fernie too I was she like with the best
3: friend thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have
2: a cousin we called nano yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. why I
3: was
2: like I picked it up real quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, here's a question. Um, I know the, the stove on fire was, you know, legit. Uh, but are your,
1: are your readings fluid or static? Now, what, now, Now, I saw that and I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? So explain to me what static and fluid means.
3: Well, okay. So it means like, are your visions, are they, um, are they set in stone um. or are they based on circumstance? Like, can they change? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So when you go to college and you sit down with your guidance counselor, you pick your agenda or or what you're gonna be learning and what you'll be going through for the, the end result, is the way that you take your classes, the way you wake up every morning, the way you dress yourself every day, the way that you receive the information, is it static or is it fluid? Depends on the moment, right? Okay, same way. So there are certain things in life you are slated to learn, slated to grow through, slated to understand. This is why you're here. Mm -hmm. You know, you as a person have very set lessons you are going to go through. But if you're supposed to have a wreck at let's say the age of 23, because it's going to help you with such and such, you can have a head-on collision or you can have a little fender bender. It's really dependent on the situation and what is required, but also your state of being at the moment. So some people have harder lessons to learn, and sometimes it's a lot harder than it should be because of who they are and where they're at in the moment. Some people have the same lesson to learn, but they don't need to go through all that extra shit to, to get through it. So
3: are you saying like um... – Along your life path, there are specific incidents that are just like destined to happen?
1: Yes. So before you come into life, you actually well, it, I, and I'm going to relate to this as if it's like a living world, but it's not. It's all energy on the other side. But you basically get together with a, what we call a guidance counselor or a spirit guide, which is how some people refer to them. And you you map out what you're going to be learning this lifetime and what experiences are going to help even out your soul's awareness or your your spiritual understanding on that level. Because the more you understand the closer you are in encompassing the greatness of God, so which is like the larger soul, the Oversoul. So, mm-hmm. the more you know, the the closer you get to the divine. So, you plan, you you set an agenda for yourself. Certain things you want to learn through your experiences. So, you pick your parents, you pick your 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 mother, you pick wow. the people, the relationships you're going to go through. Um, you even pick s- some of the bad stuff that you go through. And I know when people when you're on the other side. When you're is, on the other side. Okay. And yeah, and here's how I it don't, feels. I don't think it's and here's the thing. Here's and and it's a good thing that you mentioned that because. Many people were like, hey, no way in hell I pick her. There ain't no way in hell I would pick to go through that. But <laughs> you did. Because, do you know, let's say we, you know, have you ever had one of those nights where you go out with your friends, everyone's having a good time, you're so happy, and then they're like, let's get together on Friday. Okay, yeah, let's get together on Friday. Y'all plan it out, and then Friday comes, and you're like, I don't really I don't feel like going out today. Right. I don't really want to go out. And it's because the, you're in a different place at that time. So, on the other side, you are in a euphoric state, and you're looking forward to all the things you could gain from the experience. Once you get down here, you're like, what the hell is i thinking. So that's how that happens. And so I know you're like, I'm gonna pick her. Yes, you did. <laughs> now, what you don't realize is that some of these people that you despise are actually your closest friends on the other side, and you are playing a part that you signed up for, and they are playing the part that you agreed that they would play for you, so you could gain the lessons and the experiences that you needed. So I you're just playing this. a part. So you see these people, they're actresses, and they're in the movie. In the movie, they're their mortal enemies are killing each other and so forth but then you see them out of costume and they're next to each other just chilling and hanging out that's what it's like in the reality of the situation mm-hmm. that's what it's like on the other side some of your closest enemies are actually some of your closest friends in so form mm-hmm. but the part that you're playing that you signed up for is helping you to understand each other and yourself in the process and learning those lessons
0: Wow. So I feel well. some type of way about the choices that I picked. <laughs> 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 like that sweater?
1: Like that sweater? Oh, oh, no. oh,
2: oh,
0: oh, no. <laughs> no,
2: shade no,
0: oh, uh, We must be mortal enemies on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
1: I I don't hate that sweater. <laughs>
0: Look, my sweater is cute. It is. It, it, I trust my choice it, in fashion. It, uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> choose again.
0: Oh. oh shame! Hey, I was gonna say something about them socks, but, uh, but I don't you know why I said because here? you're our guest.
1: But socks. I know why I did this.
0: Oh, oh.
2: know why I did this too. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. It's getting hot. times
2: three now. Oh. 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 Oh, you might want to sit down. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why see, I was
1: chosen. I
0: accept it. See,
1: the reason why I picked these... Let me tell you. I'm wearing tons of blue. The reason why... First of all, blue my favorite color because I end up wearing it often. But this, sock, these pairs of socks have different versions of blue because the the, the accessories, the pants... Have different versions of blue, which is why I want to tie it all together when you see my socks. He's like, Why is he wearing that kind of blue with that kind of blue if they ain't together? The and that's because the socks bring them all together, but I got to get my legs up in the air. Now,
0: oh. Oh. That's the behind key. the head. <laughs> fine Bernie after to that dark. one okay <laughs> just well, smile
2: fernando smile for me mash yeah. i got you yeah bernie yeah, after dark. bernie
0: after dark. <laughs> well i chose this sweater because it has black stripes in it and my shirt's black and That's... your boots are black and, and my cute. shoes are black and, so and i came black. from work okay Ria, uh, girl i worked too oh anyway <laughs> Next question before know. me and Fernando fight outside of Irby's house. <laughs> <laughs> fight of Irby's <laughs> um, okay, fight um, Okay. Um, do you research your clients first before seeing them? What's I, the reading process?
1: Yes. So, no, I do not research my clients. I actually don't even know what they look like half the time. So what happens is... I got a reading from a psychic many years ago, and you know, I expect them to tune in and tap into my energy and be able to give me information about myself that is going to help me understand and have clarity. And this psychic, and I won't, tell, I won't say who this psychic was, but this psychic, I actually fell asleep and forgot about the reading altogether because I had a day full of clients myself. And yes, I go to psychics because, like I said, we psychics don't know everything. So we actually have to seek guidance ourselves for our own issues because I can't see for myself. I can only see for others. Um, I care too much about my own circumstances and that clouds my judgment. The less objective you are, the worse you're gonna be at being clear about what you're sensing. So, um, I fell asleep, and she went straight to voicemail, and when she got to my voicemail message, it says, you know, my website, and if you want a reading, and so forth. So, then she went online and looked up my website, and then found me on Facebook, and she even told me the next day, yeah, well, you know, I went and I looked you up online. And the moment she said that, which was in the first part of the reading, I discredited everything she said. And wow. what she said was everything that was posted mm-hmm. on my website. So I was like, yeah, this is, you're, you're just, you're a sweet old lady, but you're totally shit." So wow. after that I was like, no, right. this isn't going to work. But what I do in my process is the only thing that I will look up is if I don't understand if a name is female or male, I will look mm. and see how many people have the name that are female or male because I want to know if it's a female or a male, because I want to, I don't want to tune into a vagina that doesn't exist. Um, because I don't know some of those <laughs> the details. Yeah. Now, now, and I've changed the settings on my site, so when someone signs up for a reading, they can actually just put in whether they're female or male, right. which helps me a whole lot, because it gives me some clarity as to what kind of energy I'm going to be tuning into as far as body-wise when I'm doing a health session. But okay. what I do is... Before any reading, I basically spend some time, I quiet my mind, and what I consider to be meditation, which is simply sitting there, breathing in and out, and then focusing into the darkness, into the space between everything. And what I do is I take this person's name, because I don't know what they look like. Um, So I take this person's name, and then I plug it into my mind and give it a character or personality. I try not to focus so much on characteristics, but just on an individual with that name. And then I tune into them via their health, via their finances, their career and work, and relationships. Now, I don't see everything that is happening in their lives, so I don't know if someone's a doctor or, or, or a physician. I don't know those kinds of details. It comes up sometimes, and if I'm lucky enough, I'll get that kind of clarity, but sometimes I just get a feeling for certain certain phases and themes and things that are happening in their lifetimes. And then as I progress forward, then I start to get more detail and more detail and more detail. Um, and then I'll write that down. So I usually try to create about four or five bulletins um, under a list. It's like, okay, health and health and well-being, what am I tuning into? And then I'll write four or five things about the person in that area, and then the next area, then the next area, the next the next area. So when they sit down, they don't have to say anything. They can just sit there and then I'll run through what I was tuning into. Some things I'm pretty clear on. I know what I'm looking at. Some things I don't, but I still try to be as descriptive as possible. Once I am done, then they can ask me whatever questions they want to know about. Typically, I answer most of their questions by that point, so they just Mm -hmm. get more clarity, or they want to know specific details. Um, But that's usually how a reading goes. And I love it because it blows them away when I'm tapped into their energy before they've asked a question. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes.
2: And that goes back to like me and Danielle and I both, this is Jocelyn, had readings with... Fernando, before the show ever I even came too. about, I'm sorry, me Fern- me Danielle and Sharonda and I know I didn't talk to you, Sharonda but even just talking to Danielle and some of the girls, that's literally what it was. um I was so excited about my reading, and I couldn't sleep that I overslept, and I had to <laughs> call an email for him to call me, and that's what he did. He gave you know his input and how he felt on health finances relationships and career and work career and work Mm -hmm. and then we were able to answer questions from there and I mean just leaving off from the conversations I don't know about y'all but it just made me feel like a certain part a lot of stuff was like how does he know this it's not online anywhere right and then a lot of it was okay confirming kind of what I've done and then some of it made me say okay especially with relationships let me Think about some things and that's probably the most unclear part because what he says, if you take it too much to heart, you can possibly change the way that it might be going or might not be going, you know, I mean, but for the most part, you walk away with uh, a sense of this person knows some of what they're talking about because he's bringing up things that no one knows in this world, especially Mm. when it comes to health. And then even when it came to finances, like the timelines were off, but Fernando gave me at least two different times that I would have financial awards or financial, you know, gains that came way before he even predicted it, which means that maybe those other things are still coming when he predicted, but either way, he said at least two times within six months that I would have financial blessings and I got them within two months, so... Who knows if they're coming later? But long story short, it left me feeling like very, it, it left me feeling very hopeful. Let me Left Ooh. me feeling just, you know, hopeful about just the future and, you know, just continue doing what I'm doing. And there's very good things to see in my future. And I don't think it was BS. It was just, you know, continue what I'm doing and it's going to work out. What do you think, Danielle and Sharonda?
3: Um, I don't. no um i mean i had a really good reading um i think that after my reading i was just kind of like wow how do i process process this information Mm -hmm. now like that's kind of what i was left with so it's like um how do i move forward how do i make make it beneficial to me and like what do i do from now like that's kind of how I took the reading after the fact. I mean, I thought it was good because um I mean some things were said that I was that left me kind of in shock, but it, it also made me think, well, if I don't want this to happen like or if this is the path that I'm currently on mm-hmm. and this is what's going to happen and I don't want this to happen, well I need to make a change and do something different.
2: Mm-hmm. you right. know,
3: so it kind of made me take that point of view from it.
1: Well, a lot of people, when they come and see me, they want me to make choices for them. And I'm very clear, I'm not living your life. You have to deal with right. the repercussions of your decisions and choices. And I'm very clear about that in the beginning. That's why you'll see, you'll you hear a me going disclaimer. Yes. It's like less than a minute, but <laughs> right. yeah. I'm going to cover my ass and I'm going to cover your ass. Exactly. Maybe you're not smart enough to know that you're in charge of your life. Right. This thing, you know. So... For me, it's like I want to make sure people know that I'm here to empower them and to give them choices because not everything that I say is going to happen. There are some Mm. things that never happen because you make a different choice Mm -hmm. because you've decided to do something different. I once had a client come and see me and I try to be positive, I try to be optimistic, I try to give people tools and resources and try to head them in a direction that's going to be beneficial but she came to see me and she had been struggling with a relationship for a while, things had stalled out and it's not like he was, he was, doing anything that was calling, causing the relationship to struggle, it's just that they could not get their timeframes right. And as I was sitting there, I kept seeing this other gentleman being with someone else. And I was like, mm, I kind of feel like maybe they're not fully invested in this relationship and they might be involved in something else outside of your relationship. And she just looked at me and was like, no, there's no way. There's like, no, you're full of it. There's no way that he's with somebody else. And I said, well, I feel like there might be someone else he's interested in or involved with, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the one that I'm misinterpreting my message and and maybe you're right, but I would just keep your eyes open because if you see any indicators, you know what you need to do next. So she left the reading completely distraught and I don't want to cause people pain or anguish. I try to be as honest and as open as I can, but if... I've been cheated on. I know what it's like to be four years into a relationship and to have your significant other going off and getting, you know, getting something behind the tree. So I know what it's like <laughs> to be cheated on and it's not fun. And so I would hate for someone to be stuck in that scenario and mm-hmm. not know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And so I told her you need to, you know to look, just keep your eyes open. Well, she left the reading so distraught she went directly to her boyfriend's house and caught him in bed with her. <gasps> oh god. And so she would have never done that. Had, had she, she not, not heard that because mm-hmm. they were not wow. scheduled to be together that day and she just went out of her way to do that so then she came back and the next day and she was like well this is what happened and I, I gasped I did the gate gasp like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's you know so I was like I was oh, so good silly. but dang girl I wasn't expecting <laughs> all that and so she came back and she said, what should I do? I'm like, well, I don't know why you're asking me that. You should pretty have that cleared up. That, that, this is what he's doing. So she ended the relationship. And, and it's in the reading, I had told her that I saw them breaking up in the fall. They broke up that same day that she caught him. She left and she came back a year later and she said that she met someone else. She got into a relationship with that person. She had such strict and rigid expectations for that individual that she really didn't give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Broke up with that person and in a state of being distraught. Reached out to her ex, oh, and then they god. got back together. Oh, so wow. at a time when she was already supposed to be past that, she decided to make a bad choice and went back to the situation that caused her all of that pain in the first place. Oh god! So See, yeah, it can be it tricky. Hurt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think with the it relationship she got to take some. Sure. Of the- yeah. <laughs>
0: so is that what clients want to know about the most? Um, no, their romance.
1: It used line. to be that way, and I think if As you in if in you look up like psychics and, and Miss Cleo and all that. By the way, Miss <laughs> Cleo was actually a real psychic. Was she really? I lesbian. didn't believe it. So the story behind Miss really Cleo brittle. and many people don't understand all the things that are that happen that are in psychics and how they're perceived. And that's part of my mission is I want to I want people to take it a little more seriously yeah. and to and to understand it because we are all really psychic. I'm not special. I just learned how to use something that we all have. That's the mm-hmm. only difference. And I teach people how to do it. But Miss Cleo, she used to work she was a psychic, she had been a psychic for some time, and she decided that she was going to she wanted to supplement some of her income by working for a hotline that reached out to her and they offered her a job, which that has happened to me. I refuse to do any kind of a hotline. But um, she decided to go ahead and do it, and they were going to give her benefits and everything. So she decided, hey, this is so cool. So, of course, she would get routed calls. She'd do well. So they were based and they were judged off of how long they could keep a client on the line. And she didn't have to struggle to do that. People just were – Freaked out by how insightful she was that she kept them on there for so long. Mm-hmm. So after a while, she was their top performer, and they were doing their infomercials for the for the for the. Um, psychic hotline and they said, you know, why don't you why don't you be you're such a funny character and personality, why don't you be our spokesperson? So she said, "Okay." So she signed up just to be on camera for them. Well, she didn't really get much money from that herself. And not only that, when the psychic hotline went down, she was directly sued, not the organization itself. Mm. And she's not the one that, you know, caused all of the so uh, at the end of the day she was she was broke and she was living in this little itty bitty hut in, in Florida and I think she just died last year so yeah, yeah. She just yeah. Died and there's year a documentary longer. that and she talks about her experience and so forth and people don't realize that this was an actual person who was just trying to do something and it got really out of control out of control yeah, yeah. see because
0: nobody believes that Miss Cleo was a real psychic right and especially because the persona that was created just mm-hmm. became so ridiculous right when it's just
1: with any other person on TV any character on TV you watch all these uh, reality series that's not who they really are. That's how mm-hmm. they're being edited or how they're being perceived uh-huh. because they're being pushed in that direction. Yeah. It's the same thing. So some of these psychics are real psychics. They're just being perceived in such a negative fashion or way and some, and, and it just looks bad.
0: Yeah. I'm oh, like wow. bummed out right now huh? about Miss Cleo. Yeah. Like i feel yeah. a little sad.
1: She's okay. She's all right. She's all right. Yeah, Just like that with Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Don't Brown. bring her here. Well, yeah, oh, no, no. No, no. No, she's gone. Well, yeah, we don't no, need. No. no, it's the same thing with Sylvia Brown. Sylvia Brown got in trouble many years ago because Sylvia Brown, the lady with the long hair, oh, yes. on my tail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's actually she was a very, very good, good psychic, but she got so busy and she was she was doing 20 readings a day 20 wow. readings a day
2: that's gotta be exhausting. she
1: burnt out yeah. and not only that but she it went to her head and like head. it
0: got clouded it went
1: to her head mm-hmm. and it got clouded so she I started mean, to I you get on yeah I know yeah. and so she you know before and before she got really famous she used to spend time with people who had lost children and helped them and volunteer once she got on Montel and it got so, she got so Uh famous and did a pay-per-view and all of that stuff. She didn't have time to sit and have a chat with somebody because she could be doing three or four readings in that time. Not only that, but she was supporting her organization and she actually created a church and she was supporting her church as well. So her readings went from a typical or average session, which I don't charge this, but you know, like $200 or $300. She was charging close to 6,000 the last towards the end of her career. Wow. So it, it was kind of sad. But I, I mean, I loved Sylvia Run. She was my introduction yeah. to the psychic world. Yeah. But I think she just got no, carried no, no, no. away with some of that fame and the amount of work she was doing.
0: Yeah. Well, Danielle mentioned you bringing Miss Cleo here. <laughs> um, and in one of your YouTube videos on mediumship, you mentioned a spirit that you were in contact with was beheaded. Right. So like, do you see the spirits in spirit form like in the movie Ghost? Or just hear them?
1: So I've only seen a. i've only seen a spirit with my eyes perceptually once in my lifetime and what happened was it actually we got it on film which was really cool so i was at my sister's house my sister did the mis- she made the mistake of playing with the ouija board at a cemetery wow oh and my so, god yeah. at a, wait at a, at at a cemetery. cemetery my sister yeah and, and even though i told her what there? the hell are you doing but she was being rebellious at that time in her life so she decided that would be a smart idea so she went. She took a Ouija board to the cemetery. She played and tried to contact a spirit of some sort. Oh my
3: God! I'm scared and, listening. Yeah. yeah.
1: And what happened was, um, within the day, she started to have some weird activity happening, and it got so bad that um, at one point she'd be sleeping with her with her boyfriend in the room, and then something would fly off a shelf and hit them while they were asleep. Ooh. Or they. She was having bouts of uncontrollable anger and so forth. So she from had the one time from of the playing. one time because what happened? It's like it's not like she it's not like the gates of hell opened up and someone came through it's no it's what she was is imagine you stand out on the street where there are a bunch of crazy people and just say would anybody like to come and hold my hand would anybody like to come and hold my hand them crazy That's people would be like was. i'll hold her hand i'm gonna follow ouija her board. Home. So ouija she's pretty is cute real yeah like, so yeah really? so so it's just another person but it's a crazy person
0: that reminds so, me that movie that just came ouija out board. Yeah. ouija board the ouija board movie yeah. those commercials
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, the the organization, they wanted me to go on, uh, like, the news networks or the, what was it, like, UDBC or whatever and be their spokesperson for it. But I don't, I don't, I'm not all about the Ouija board. I don't, mm-hmm. th- you should not use a Ouija board. But they also wanted me to talk about cleansings and, like, curses and all that stuff. And that's not what I focus on. Mm. You know, I focus on being mm-hmm. light and love and all of that stuff. Right. So that's not something I do. Um, so, so experience. yeah. But it was an interesting experience for her. Um, and Fast forward a few years, I was at her apartment doing a a clearing of the energy in her apartment. My mom had a Polaroid camera she had just gotten, and so she wanted to take pictures. So my sister, my mom, and her girlfriend were sitting at the table, and I took a, I was looking through the camera, and I was looking and I was trying to get a good picture, and I saw my sister's girlfriend have, she made bunny ears behind my sister's head. And so I saw that in the camera and I said, oh, this is gonna be a real cute picture. So I went ahead and took the picture, and actually took two of them, um, and afterwards, when they were, we were all looking at all the pictures, I was looking for the one where there was the bunny ears in them. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't find it. And I kept going through, like, erratically, like, where are these pictures? And my sister and her girlfriend are looking at me, and they're like, why are you – what are you doing? What are you looking for? I'm like, I'm looking for the pictures where she's putting bunny ears behind you. And she says – and they look at each other like I'm crazy. And, they, and then they realize, they're like, we never took a picture with bunny ears. I never put bunny ears behind her head. I'm like, what do you mean you never – and she's like, yeah. I'm like, I just – I saw two fingers behind – your head and oh I thought. God. I even thought this is going to be a really cute picture mm. so as I went back over the pictures and looked carefully in two of the pictures my sister's hair actually comes up in the shape of two fingers and then kind of fades into the background so it's shaped like two fingers or bunny ears and we caught that on, on film. And actually, yeah, we've got the, I still have the pictures. And I show them whenever I do classes and so forth. I'm, I'm going to sleep with my lights on tonight.
2: Right? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the it. Oh, yeah, that's
1: kinda kind of well. Here's the thing. It, your intention is the strongest um, tool you have. If you intend for good things, then create an environment, a space where only good things exist. So like so, law of attraction. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're utilizing the power of attraction, you're utilizing intention, and creating a space that works for you. That's why when you go to my house, you'll see an angel at the at the front of the, the house, and you'll smell lavender going through through the living room, and you know, I, I have certain sounds playing because it creates a, a space of comfort and safety and it relaxes someone. And if someone's in fear and anxiety, they're attracting those elements so i I want to create an environment that is peaceful and that only attracts love and and um and comfort
2: right i'm gonna buy you lavender so someone that's not really in tune with all of that if they i mean i guess i look at it as like i'm not in tune with all of that so i i just have this neutral surroundings i mean is it going to Positive or negatively influenced If you mind. live
1: in a space, every time you have an emotion or a thought, you've expressed it into that space. And if you express it regularly, it is saturated. Mm-hmm. And so I suggest you clear out that energy. Because you might feel really bad when you're at home, and then you go out and hang out with people, you feel much better. But then the moment you go right back home, it sits and, and settles and saturates you again. And you recoup all of those thoughts and memories mm-hmm. and feelings. And then you go back into that mode. Which is why I clear out the energy in the in my space quite regularly because every single person that sits in front of me, they dump their energy there, and that's mm-hmm. what, that's why I'm there for. But after the, after that, I need to clear it out. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? I use different processes. Intention is the most important one because if you intend for positivity, for love, for, you know, and I have an absolute faith that I'm being protected, that serves me so well. I also use sage or smudging, and it's an old Native American technique for clearing out energy. Um, I also use the lavender because lavender is the only essential oil, uh, and it's an essential oil diffuser, it's the only essential oil known scientifically to create feelings of trust and, and comfort for people. So that I use that as well. And I also have visual cues. You, you see positive things. You see happy things. You feel happy. You, you so. Right. Yep. So. That's
0: real. Cool. We actually have a friend who um, does that smudging. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be coming to my house to, to hook me up with the Good. smudging. Oh, I was away. at a friend's house yeah. like two weeks
2: ago, and she
0: pretty much like sage
2: or smudged or mm-hmm. whatever every single person there yeah including his house and at first i was just like oh my god this is weird yeah. but by the time she was like halfway through i was like i kind of feel different well like they, i felt lighter. something different just lighter mm-hmm. yeah like less just less anxious yeah yeah, yeah. and that, but i didn't know it until she did it well when
1: you smudge it basically the smoke creates negative ions in the environment and it actually allows you to feel Calmer, mm-hmm. so that's that's, that's part what of it. Yeah, it's not just home. some made up stuff. There's also no right. sort of scientific information to support it. But um, what I was going to say was that intention is the most important thing. So everything that I do, I try to use as much intention as possible. So if you're going to smudge, you should smudge yourself. Smudge. Do it yourself. And the way that you do it yourself and go to my website, www.fernandamaran.com. I have a YouTube channel that's linked up there. I have a video that shows you how to smudge. But what you do is, and this is the simplest thing. You turn on your favorite music, the music where you feel empowered. That sound, the sounds, that music that makes you feel chills when you hear it. You're like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. this is my song." You're so my so song. Rihanna, so something that makes you feel like <laughs> yeah, really good. I'm not good. gonna do Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and then you light the sage, and then you start at the front door, and you work around the space in a clockwise direction. And as you go through. Think positive thoughts. Think of yourself as something very powerful and fill the space with the energy you wish to, to, to be there. And so I suggest doing it every Sunday. Some people cl- clean their houses on Sunday. Do it right after you clean your house because you've already physically caused your space to be more in alignment and you want to energetically do the same thing.
0: Okay. That's real. Thank you, Fernando. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like Danielle's looking at me like, bitch, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting ready
2: to go no, smudge. Awesome. Like, I'm totally about to stage my own yeah. house on Sunday. <laughs>
0: I I do have a
3: question Mm -hmm. for you. I know you said something about um, people's lives. It's like, it's already destined. Destined. Right. But you said something about numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, What is that?
1: So, whenever you see an alignment of numbers, are you. Okay. Whenever you see an alignment of numbers or you see a reoccurrence of numbers, like for example, if I see 111 or 222, which on the way here I saw DJ's name and then I saw 222, that was my symbol from the universe or from God that I'm in alignment with where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. So when you see an alignment of numbers, that doesn't mean that you're about to get a bunch of money or anything like that. When I it,
3: take great yeah. offense to that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what it means, what it means <laughs> is that you are aligned with the path that you're supposed to be supposed to be walking at that moment the good or the bad and so walk with walk into it and and try to make the best of it because this is where you're supposed to be Mm -hmm. so that's what an alignment of number means so if
2: even if it's not the same three-digit numbers Mm -hmm. but what if for like a month or a year Mm -hmm. or whatever straight you always just wake up to Or just happen to look at the clock at Mm the same exact number. Mm -hmm. Is it the same concept? Yes. So it could be several
1: things. So if you wake up at like 3.20, it could mean March 20th. It could actually be a spirit trying to communicate with you and there's a significance with that date. Mm -hmm. Um, It it just depends on the situation itself. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because I've just known like people that feel like... Every time I look at the clock, it's an 11. It's nine eleven, or it's three eleven, or yeah. some type of 11, or... It's a conspiracy it's, theorist. Yeah. You <laughs> know, they don't, yeah. they don't necessarily say that, but they 9/11. try to figure out why is it that every day, or every other day, or yeah. every week, I see these same well, type of numbers. Because you, program, like you const-
1: program yourself sometimes. Like, if you're having a really good moment in your life, mm-hmm. and you see a number it may actually come right back because now it's been assigned to that moment in your life and what you're feeling so it's just your alignment with your own energy
0: that's interesting okay real quick um i just want to say i just turned around and looked at this thing over here and it said one two two and i was like those are totally double numbers (laughs) (laughs) you're so silly i
2: know not one two two. One two
0: two. Okay, no. We're gonna do we're gonna do a game. Fernando is oh a totally um, a-, a trekkie. A tre- trekker. Trekker. Oh, 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 I, thought I was trekker. gonna call you oh. a trekkie too. <laughs> is a Trekkie? Okay, I'm there's sorry. A difference. There's a difference.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say What is the difference?
1: Two. So a Trekkie is someone who watched like old series, Star Trek, the next like the original series. Oh, yes. they, oh my god,
2: there's really a difference. Yeah,
1: they get married <laughs> in their in their uniforms, all no. that kind of stuff. A trekker is someone who appreciates it okay. but doesn't take it to that level.
0: Oh. I would rather be a trekker. So yeah. I'm a trekker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so I have. It. I'm so you're not gonna dress up at the convention?
1: Well, I would. Mm-hmm. So you're a trekker. <laughs> but I ain't done it yet. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, you guys ready to play the game? Um,
3: what is the principle of Starfleet's prime directive? Is it diplomacy and nonviolence, non-intervention, providing assistance to those in need, or exploration and scientific study?
1: Exploration and scientific study.
3: USS Enterprise. Bartender, I don't know, how is it that? Guina? Guina? Guinan. Guinan? Guinan. 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 Her name is Guinan. 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 Yeah, Whoopi
1: Goldberg. She played Guinan. Really? Yeah, she's real intelligent, wise. I remember
3: her on -hmm. this. I I never never watched watched it. Yeah. I can't even pronounce these names. Bartender (laughs) Guinan, played by
2: Whoopi (laughs) Goldberg, requested a part on the series. Is a member of what long lived species? Hakonian?
1: It's Hakonian, Denobulan, El arian and Human Turin, which is that what we are. She was El
2: arian Okay. El arian select Mm -hmm. that one.
3: What is the name of the Klingon homeworld?
1: Kronos. I know this one. Kronos. Okay. It's the first one. Kairu (laughs) Sulu?
3: Held which position for the longest period of time aboard the USS Enterprise?
1: He was a helmsman.
3: What is the name of the species that compelled Captain James T. Kirk and Lieutenant Iota? Uhura.
2: Uhura. Uhura, black Uhura. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nyota Harura. Uh-huh. <laughs> Harura. <laughs> that was the black girl. <laughs> yeah. You know that?
1: Yeah, she's the first black woman on television.
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know uh-huh. that. I'm oh, just I'm, so still, I'm just. So
3: what was the name of the species?
1: Um. I, I think this is this one. I don't know, but I'm gonna go with Iconians. Okay. Mhm.
3: Um. Next question. Which of the following was not a founding species of the United Federation of Planets, mm-hmm. a collection of governments based on universal liberty and equality?
1: The Betazoids.
3: Okay.
2: Go um, ahead, Fernando. I know because he said at it that with while. confidence. I don't even need to read the choices, okay. boo. I got this.
1: Star well, I know I'm an admiral, but what how many out of eleven?
2: Said you. It, nine out of I eleven. That's what I did. Nando is a Starfleet yeah. Admiral. <laughs> oh, so he got
3: them?
1: So what was the start prime directive? Non intervention. Really? That's weird. Ah. To boldly go where it's in the freaking song in the beginning. Maybe this is wrong. Maybe it's bullshit.
3: Maybe it yes. is wrong. It is. It an
0: official Star
1: Trek site. So, oh, yeah.
3: Oh <laughs> well, let's uh, go ahead and sum up our wine.
0: Okay. I actually... I gave this one a really low score, but could be because I don't really know how to use the scorecard unless I love it. It's 36.
3: I yeah. didn't really care for this one. Um, so i gave it a 76 overall like the smell like you really can't smell it it. yeah it was not really much of a smell and really the finish was kind of like uh, Mm -hmm. like it was it's kind of blah to Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. so
2: i didn't like it (laughs) you didn't
3: drink it either that's why i I just don't i didn't like the flavor i didn't yeah i didn't like it it didn't
2: really have a flavor you know, it, it does know. have a flavour, but it's just not it's like me. it it.
3: No Look, it just doesn't it's
1: it's like alright. It's all right. I mean it's not bad, but it's gonna burn the shit out of my ass just
0: saying.
3: Yeah, I don't um I didn't I didn't care for it at all. I maybe yeah. I, it's because I
0: don't drink that as well, but um nope. Mm-hmm. I I don't don't like it. Yeah, well. Fernando and I have a special surprise for you guys. Yes. Oh
3: my God! We, I am not ready. Yes,
2: ma'am,
0: you're ready. <laughs> Enjoy it. it. Oh my God! Fernando has this turned
3: is, his
2: whole Yes, it This has. is my is is So ready for the Christmas
0: song. Mm-hmm. What song are y'all singing? Oh. In the spirit of the holidays, we will be singing a Christmas song, everyone's favorite by Mariah Carey. I All I, I, I want for Christmas is you.
1: Don't want a laugh for Christmas. <laughs>
0: there's
1: just one thing i need
2: i don't care care. about the
3: You.
1: I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just need, need to hang
0: my twerking There upon the fireplace <laughs> Santa Claus will make me happy
3: With, With a the toy
0: on I Christmas know. Day oh my God. I was just want for <laughs> my own Oh. tell everybody where they can find you if they want to contact you for a reading
1: yes so if you want to get a reading or if you want to know if you want more information or if you want to see me act a fool on my <laughs> youtube channel please go to my website www.fernandomarone.com that's f-e-r-n-a-n-d-o m-a-r-r-o-n dot com um, and everything is there. It's easy to use. Um, don't call me trying to get in earlier because there's a priority option now, so you can get in as soon as I possibly oh. can get you in.
0: Okay. Yeah, I heard that it was taking some people several months. Yes. They were quite <laughs> like old. three to six months. Yeah. yeah. And
1: that's why. And, and now we have a video, video option, so you can see me even if we can't get you in right away. Oh, you
0: could, like oh, Skype. I, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, Skype and FaceTime. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, pretty that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can find us on facebook uh just search between us girls soundcloud www.soundcloud.com slash between us girls uh twitter girl Talk and wine we're also on stitcher radio now uh don't forget to check us out on instagram and twitter and as always thanks for listening and this has been between, between us girls, girls. bye
2: bye bye
0: all right now Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls, the podcast. But don't keep it a secret. Tell everyone you know. Listen, send, and share with your girlfriends. See you next week.